This here is the Famosen Business Support Podcast, a podcast related to business from and to the island of Ilha Famosa, also known as Taiwan, the Asia Pacific, and in particular Europe. I hope you will enjoy the podcast. I'm very sorry not for getting back to you by publishing a new podcast show. It has been already seven months since the last episode. A lot of things have happened in the time between. I personally was on a business trip to Denmark, Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium, Austria, Switzerland and Liechtenstein to introduce my organization, meeting new partners and talking to local clients for a roadshow or other several services my company provides. I started making this episode in September 2017 but could not get myself to get it done because of a sensitive topic. Today's topic is walking and living of internationals here in the Asia Pacific region. It's a highly delicate topic because besides Singapore and Hong Kong no nation or territory has either a modern immigration law or asylum policy. If you don't want to believe me, check with Edward Snowden or Mark Zuckerberg's early partner, Eduardo Savarin. That is also why I have such a huge respect towards Tim Romero's podcast show Disrupting Japan. Although he has been a GI who served a long time in the US military station in Japan. Any kind of criticism or necessary discussion on important issues is not tolerated or welcome in the Asia Pacific region, which is in clear contradiction with the status quo of the economy, of the economy that is, was, which shows a strong decline in the birth rates no matter if in Japan, Korea, Hong Kong, Singapore, or even here on the island of Ilha Formosa. Despite the economic developments in the last decade, the society could not catch up with, for example, women's rights. So, local men will prefer taking now Southeast Asian women as wives, and the offspring will be mixed blood but we're still promoting a policy of pure blood, one culture, one race, one language, etc. And it's, it's such a sensitive topic because particularly internationals living in, on the island of Formosa are particularly fond of living here. We, we don't want to leave. So last year I made a very interesting encounter. I have been to the city hall of uh, Kaohsiung city and I met a government agency which is a sub-organization by Taiwan Trade called Contact Taiwan. I had a brief conversation with the supervisor whose reference was basically that she is a personal friend of President Tsai Ing-wen and since we studied in London together, she asked her 
to build this organization and get international professionals to Taiwan. Or as I say, Formosa, because if you use Taiwan, you could get yourself into trouble between the governments of the People's Republic of China or the government of the Republic of China. Because in, since 1942, the uh, two governments, they split. Actually, the PRC has been founded uh, on the mainland China, so-called mainland. Even Hainan is an island. And recently, China's even building islands of its own in the South China Sea. And uh, the former national government of the Republic of China had to retreat to the island of Formosa, which is now both claimed by the PRC and the Republic of China's government as a province. If you don't believe me, check out the website www.tpg.gov.tw, that's the website of the Republic of China government claiming Taiwan is a province, even it hasn't been mentioned at the founding years as a province, because at that time it was a part of Japan. Well, anyway, we're getting far away from the topic. This lady asked me if I would come to Taipei, or as I prefer to call it, Chinese Taipei, <laughs> um, to, to give a discussion round with people who are interested uh, sharing experience of living and walking or maybe building a startup in on the island. So I decided to go there, but the problem is I told them the truth. And my, my opponent at the podium discussions was the Ministry of Economic Affairs investment check section. And I don't want to say too much. I have a very detailed uh, audio record of the entire discussion, but it's in total four hours long. So I cut it down to the most necessary parts you can listen to and make your own opinion. You will be quite shocked because yeah, governments way or government agency very different to me. I like to tell the people directly in the face the truth so they can avoid unnecessary trouble before running into it. But the government's mission is simply to do something to, um, how to say, to qualify or justify government budgets. Even these people are real human beings with feelings and yeah, it's not important. Well, just just listen to my cut in together summary of the event. It's a quite interesting podium discussions. I was introducing my experiences like uh, not getting a walking permit despite the fact I have studied here, undergraduate program for four years. Still, the government didn't want to grant me a walking permit. Even I found a job at a company which was selling memory hardware. And even after getting married to a local, still companies didn't pay me salary. I had two jobs which didn't get paid. 
until I started my own business. So let's uh, listen to it and also listen to the government side, which is like the perfect world. You will find it very interesting and funny what the government can promise to people blindly. I hope you will enjoy. And also convenience, we have 24 hours operated convenience store, which there is one store per 2,000 people. So it's one of the highest density in the world. And also healthcare, um, that one, someone answered that our healthcare is one of the best in the world. It's very cheap, affordable to see a doctor. And not to mention the cuisine. Have anyone tried Todofu? <laughs> okay, stinky tofu, so you can accept the taste, okay? Thank you. And also transportation, it's very simple to go to the sea or the mountain, just a few minutes. Okay, so how can the global talent learn more about Taiwan? Okay, simply just contact us, we are one-stop service. And the Ministry of Economy Affairs um, uh, has this Global Talent Recruiting Mission from last year. We established this website just from last year, June. So only one year, we now have more than 6,000 members from all over the world. So we need all of you to promote our service, our government service to your home country. And so many people can use our service. And so what service do we provide? Okay, we're one such service uh, first thing, if you want to look for jobs, you can search on our website. We have many big companies and enterprises joining us. Now we have more than 1,000 enterprises joining as our member. And we have employment matching service, so you can upload your CV and you can directly contact with the enterprise. And also if you want to look for investment information, but um, um, if you want to invest in Taiwan, there's a more uh, customized service from the invest. Taiwan service. And most important, we have settlement support. So if you have visa problem, how to find living house in Taiwan, you can contact our custom number. Uh, do, do everyone have a DM flyer today? Oh, okay. Uh, maybe we'll send you the information by email. We have a customer phone number. If you have any questions, you can contact us. Okay, so what are the special features? Uh, we are friendly, user-friendly design, so we customize information for different users. So if you're finding jobs, you're finding looking for investment information, you can uh, all find this information on our website. So um, if you're finding jobs, first you need to register here for our member, then you can see job opportunities. Then you can see all the relevant job openings on our website. And if you cannot find the one you want, you can use advanced search. Then you can keep um, typing the industry, and then you can find more jobs. And also, um, the service is for domestic enterprise. They can use the website to find their talent. And also for investment, 
builders, investment service, you can find the 10 key industries and 5 plus pre innovative industry information here. As I mentioned that we are a matchmaking system, so when you log into the member area, the criteria you want, then you can see the results. We also have apps, so you can um, key in contact Taiwan. You can download our app, and then there's also matching results. So responsive web design, so it's compatible to different devices. And we're not just a website, we're a network of relations. We promote Content Taiwan by digital and event marketing. And uh, we talent, foreign students in Taiwan, and also domestic and overseas Taiwanese firms. And for the event, we hold 101 in 2019. This year we hold six and the last one is September. So everyone, if you want to find jobs in Taiwan, you can join our employment meeting. There are over 50 companies joining this meeting. And now uh, we have many workshops for different topics. So if you're interested in specific topic, you can write on our survey today. So we will hold the topics next time. And also we have employment camp. I'm sorry there's a mistype. And then um, for foreign, for overseas events, we joined uh, career fairs abroad and we have MOU signing with universities worldwide. And we cooperate with our 79 overseas offices. Uh, currently, the Ministry of Economic Affairs has signed MOU with 44 universities and associations. And like um, Southeast Asia, we have signed with Malaysia, Indonesia, Vietnam, and American, we have signed 20 MOUs. Um, this is the photo last year we went to University of Mumbai in India and in IIT Madras. And we also visit uh, the university in USA. And this is the 101 employment meeting we're holding in Silicon Valley this year. And this one, we, uh, this year we've just been to Tokyo in May for 101 employment meeting. And this one just finished in Kaohsiung. So the next event will be in Taipei again in September. And last year we also went to um, Korea in, in Berlin. Okay, as I mentioned, we hold six one-on-one employment meetings from Taichung, Tainan, Xinzhou, Kaohsiung. And the last one is in Taipei. So everyone needs to grab, hold this chance. Okay, you can. Later, I'll show you how to register for this event. And this year, the recruiting mission will start from, we just finished visiting Japan and Indonesia. We have a uh, fair. And next one, we will go to Vietnam for the Taiwan Expo. And we also have a career booth there. And in August, we will go to Malaysia and Singapore. And then we go to India and Philippines. And then USA again will hold one-on-one employment meetings. And the last one will go to Thailand and Vietnam. In our website, we connect with our other government departments like Ministry of uh, Labor for the visa application and Ministry of Education for the internship. And this year, we also have the internship section on our website. 
right now it's not on on the website, but right now we were developing a section for internships. And the Ministry of Economics very has signed letter of intent with our domestic commercial organization. There are uh, five, there are eight eight organizations. So together, because we need to respond to the needs for domestic enterprise upgrade, and together we will recruit foreign talents. And last, I want to use one sentence to describe Contact Taiwan. And the establishment of our website means that Taiwan is welcoming global talents to go to Taiwan. And most important value is that we hope more talents can see Taiwan, see the advantage of Taiwan. Okay, and this is the very important. How do you register our member? And so you log into our website, you can find register on the corner, and then you choose this, um, you're, you're seeking for employment, then you can click agree. Uh, the agree is that we protect your private information because we are a government website. And then you click agree. And then you key, uh, key in your information, you can set your own account and password. And then you just uh, submit. Then you receive our email for verification and next is how do you register our employment meeting? Once you have approved membership, uh, you sign in with your account. And at the event, there is online registration. And then when you, uh, then you can see all the six meetings we held. The last one is on September. You can select here, you can choose the date. Then you can see all the company lists joining the interview. Then you can choose the company and book now. And once you choose the company, you can see all the sessions. Um, for each interview, is 20 minutes. So you can choose from um, 1.30 to 5.30. You can choose any time session you like. And then you can reserve the place. And if you want to delete, you, um, you go back again, and then you select delete. Okay, I encourage you all of you to book in advance because many good companies, they always book early. So you need to book early, so then you can interview with the company you like. Okay, well, we also have Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube channel, you can subscribe us and you can find many successful videos, successful stories. And we also have um, Google+. Okay, join us. Thank you. Just to give you an explanation to what you just listened to, there was a lady from an organization called Taiwan Contact who invited me in the first place. So what she did at the beginning was a little quiz where she gave small gifts away and when she introduced her organization that they provide services like uh, job hunting like uh, you're looking for a job companies are looking for employees so basically like a job center function but specialized for internationals not for locals so local companies looking for international employees the only problem is only that 
on purpose she just doesn't want to talk about salaries and conditions so later on the Q&A you will hear the problems of let's say visa walking legalization anyway let's go on Yeah, that was me. They, she announced me and I gave my presentation, but I want to spare you of it. Uh, well, I apparently I was the only one who was really interacting with the audience because as an international who lives here for 12 years, I exactly know what we are looking for and everything, but it was poorly prepared. They had the wrong presentation. Uh, microphone was first not working, had to change the phones, the microphone several times. Um, it, the projector didn't work first, uh, was a big mess. So at the end I had to open my own uh, hotspot for my phone and just improvise. It's, it's a mess. Made a very poor impression and I, I, I feel like I, they only invited me to put me down I, I don't know because from the next speaker is also member of Ministry of Economic Affairs Taiwan invest which is supposed to help international companies to settle down in Taiwan and their presentation went smoothly was perfect we were four against one and the first one Taiwan contact two took side with him since we're both working for the government so just I don't want to be to pre-justice, but just just listen to it and make your own opinion. Okay, I'm kind of need more global professionals because now we're developing ten key industry and five plus two innovative industries. So we like we need R and D. If anyone is studying in engineer talents, we need marketing overseas marketing to promote our market. Okay, um, so why uh, do we need to choose Taiwan? Anyone want to answer why do you like Taiwan? What's the advantage of Taiwan? I have special gifts. <laughs> so we're here from Taiwan. Okay, good. Proximity of other countries. Uh, other countries are nearby. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. It's easy to go. Easy to go. Like within two two hours to Asia is in the center of Asia. Okay, thank you. Great. <laughs> 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 applause. Okay, um, that one there. Okay. It's good to live here. Yes. Um, last year we were named the best expat destination. Um, if you have noticed the report from the international's report. Okay, thank you. 
Okay, next one. Uh, for me, biggest thing is Taiwanese people. Taiwanese people is uh, are. For me, they are the most friendly. Yeah, Taiwanese people are very friendly. Yeah. We welcome foreigners to come to Taiwan. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I can the back. The healthcare and the insurance. Yes. Good. Yeah, especially the healthcare. Our national insurance healthcare is one of the best in the world, according to the Canadian report. Yeah. Okay. Good. Any others? Yes. Um, transportation is very convenient. We also have the airport transmission now and high-speed rail. Uh, okay. There are many opportunities for startups in Taiwan. Yes, good. <laughs> startups. Uh, we also um, for startups we have invest in Taipei information. Also today we invite the Invest Taiwan Service Center here. So if you have any um, questions about investing in Taiwan, later you can ask our speaker. Okay, one more. Yes. Um, according to the report recently, Taiwan is one of the uh, the world's top ten safe countries. Okay. Okay. So most of you have answered my questions. Um, more, uh, moreover, uh, we have free Wi-Fi, more than four thousand four hundred hotspots in Taiwan for free. If you go to the like MRT, you can search by Taiwan. There's many free hotspots. And also convenience, we have 24 hours operated convenience store, which there is one store per 2,000 people. So it's one of the highest density in the world. And also healthcare, um, that one, someone has answered that our healthcare is one of the best in the world. It's very cheap, affordable to see a doctor. And not to mention the cuisine. Have anyone tried to tofu? <laughs> okay, stinky tofu, so you can accept the taste. Okay? Okay, good. And also, transportation is very simple to go to the sea or the mountain, just a few minutes. Okay, so how can the global talents learn more about Taiwan? Okay, simply just contact us. We are a one stop service. And the Ministry of Economy Affairs um, uh, has this Global Talent Recruiting Mission from last year. We established this website just from last year, June. So only one year, we now have more than 6,000 members from all over the world. So we need all of you to our service, our government service, to your home country. And so many people can use our service. And so what service do we provide? Okay, we're one-stop service. Uh, first thing, if you want to look for jobs, you can search on our website. We have many big companies and enterprises joining us. Now we have more than 1,000 enterprises joining as our member. And we have employment matching service, so you can upload your CV and you can directly contact with the enterprise. And also, if you want to look for investment information, but um, um, if you want to invest in Taiwan, there's a more um, customized service from the Invest Taiwan service. And most importantly, we have settlement support. 
So if you have visa problem, how to find living house in Taiwan, you can contact our custom number. Uh, do, do everyone have a DM flyer today? Oh, okay. Uh, maybe we'll send you the information by email. We have a customer phone number. If you have any questions, you can contact us. Okay, so what are the special features? Uh, we are friendly user-friendly design, so we customize information for different users. So if you're finding job, you're finding you're looking for investment information, you can uh, all find this information on our website. So uh, if you're finding jobs, first you need to register here for our member, then you can see job opportunities. Then you can see all the relevant job openings on our website. And if you cannot find the one you want, you can use advanced search. Then you can keep um, typing the industry, and then you can find more jobs. And also, um, the service is for domestic enterprise. They can use the website to find their talent. And also for investment, here there is investment service. You can find the 10 key industry and 5 plus 3 innovative industry information here. As I mentioned that we are a matchmaking system, so when you log into the member area, the criteria you want, then you can see the results. We also have app, so you can um, key in Contact Taiwan. You can download our app, and then there is also matching results. So responsive web design, so it's compatible to different devices. And we're not just a website, we're a network of relations. We promote content Taiwan by digital and events marketing. And uh, we talents, foreign students in Taiwan, and also domestic and overseas Taiwanese firms. And for the events, we hold 101 employment meeting. This year we hold six and the last one in September. So everyone, if you want to find a job in Taiwan, you can join our employment meeting. There are over 50 companies joining this meeting. And now uh, we have many workshops for different topics. So if you're interested in specific topic, you can write on our survey today. Then we will call the topics next time. And also we have employment camp. I'm sorry there's a mistype. And then uh, for foreign, for overseas events, we join uh, career fairs aboard and we have MOU signing with universities worldwide. And we cooperate with our 79 overseas offices. Uh, currently, the Ministry of Economic Affairs has signed MOU with 44 universities and associations. And like um, Southeast Asia, we have signed with Malaysia, Indonesia, Vietnam, and America, we have signed 20 MOUs. Um, this is the photo. Last year we went to University of Mumbai in India and in IIT Madras. And we also visited uh, the university in USA. And this is the 101 employment meeting we're holding in Silicon Valley each year. And this one, we've, uh, this year we've just been to Tokyo in May. 
for one-on-one -on -one employment meeting. And this one just finished in Kaohsiung. So the next event will be in Taipei again in September. And lastly, we also went to um, Korea in, in Berlin. Okay, as I mentioned, we hold six one-on-one -on -one employment meetings from Hello, um, good evening everyone, and I'm Shireen from English Talent Service Center. Um, first of all, I really thank you for attending this workshop today. Um, uh, beginning, um, beside, uh, beginning my presentation, may I know that how many of you today may consider to um, work and stay in Taiwan after graduating? May I know how many of you? Okay, so, um, and how many of you consider to invest and start your business here? Okay, so right. So I think that's why we, we spend the meaningful Friday night here today. And um, I'll go through the, the information. I hope that is helpful for you. Okay, so this is the index for my presentation today. So um, um, that's really a great great decision to um, choose to stay in Taiwan because um, from the international ranking, um, Taiwan was ranked by the top one, um, um, ranked as the best place for experts by the internations, and also was ranked by uh, the Barry, uh, that top three for the global um, friendly investment environment. Okay. So um, how to how to stay and how to work in Taiwan. Um, new point system for foreign and overseas Chinese students. This is the new um, program that for the students like you, um, instead of um, access your your ability or your criteria by the amount of wage or um, uh, the amount of wage, the the, the new way is um, will employee and employer will be assessed by these eight um, criteria: education. Salary, um, work experience, job qualification, um, Chinese language proficiency, and multilingual ability, and also overseas experience and cooperation with, with government policy. So, um, how to reach all of this qualification? That is, um, from each of the category, that um, total of this, if you reach 70 points, then a Ministry of Labor will issue the uh, work permit for you. So. The difference for this system and, and the normally white color system here is that you don't need to definitely leave, uh, reach um, $47,971. Now here your salary is negotiable. Okay, So you can see that from this chart that um, how, how much point maybe you can uh, match from, from the content and the rating. And if you if you need uh, further more information or you want to keep this uh, information, um, later on we, we will um, leave the email address and you can contact us, contact our center, and we will send all of this information. Okay. So to sum up on um, the qualification for a uh, uh, foreigner and and employer is that you need to have the bachelor degree or above in Taiwan. And the employer, um, they have different conditions for them. So, um, paid off capital and commission will depend on different company types. Uh, for example, if your employer is domestic company, foreign branch company established in Taiwan or a juridical body or NGO, they have different uh, conditions. Um, 
you can Google and type in easy words, easy words. Then you can see the the details for each type, right? So um, after we talk about um, how to apply the word permit uh, by the new scoring criteria, now we will um, move it, move into the reason to invest in Taiwan, and we have asked that some of you may consider to invest and start your business here after graduating. So, what is the reason to invest here? Um, right, we categorize um, as into uh, nine factors like superior ge geographic location, sound infrastructure, and excellent labor force, um, low business expense, and industrial upgrading policy um, incentives. Also, favorable tax competitiveness and IP protection, and also high international ranking. And yeah, I need to thank to uh, General Manager Manuel because he mostly done the description and all of the the, the information. Um, yeah. And so here, I believe I believe that most of you have seen these brands before, and. All of these brands are from the Taiwan brands, and this can prove that um, Taiwan has a strong innovative force and a strong R&D capacity. So this is um, this is because we have a sound infrastructure from from Taipei, um, Tainan, Kaohsiung, Xinchu, and Taichung, Zhanghua. We all have a different um, industry cluster. Um, for example, like in Taipei Nangang Software Park, we uh, focus on ICT design and digital content and biotech. And for example, that um, in Xinzhu, we focus on IC, photonics, and biotech. And this is the reason that why we can um, um, make the business, they can alliance and partners together more closely, and this will cost down the, the business cost. So that's why uh, we can produce the S1 product with reasonable price because we have a sound infrastructure. Okay, so here is the um, the chart that we have made a comparison. Um, Taiwan got low business um, compared to other neighbor countries. And as you can see, um, the comparison here. Am I too quick? <laughs> if you have any question, that you can raise your hand anytime. Okay, so uh, we also have favorable tax com com competitiveness. Um, yeah, also compared to our <laughs> competitor, we also have favorable tax here. Um, for example, our corporate income tax, we only got seventy percentage here. Okay, so um, IP protection is the things that Taiwan consider the most important thing for company and for investors. So um, Taiwan has um, um, set up the IP protection laws. Um, this systems consist of like patent law, trademark act, copyright act, and filter act, and, and so on. Um, and what's more is that we also have IP police and IP court to deal with the dispute cases for um, IP protection. 
So this is the, the I think that's a very strong reason for investor and company here, um, that you can invest your business here, um, and with very, um, you can be very secure about for your IP. Okay, so um, we talk about um, work and invest in Taiwan. Um, here, and the Jiffy Yuan launches a new program which is called Entrepreneur Visa, and this is to encourage and attract foreign investors to start up their business in Taiwan and to make Taiwan a more friendly uh, startup hub. So, who can apply for this visa? All of you here can apply this visa. Um, um, like foreign entrepreneur of Hong Kong, Macau entrepreneurs, you can apply this visa by team, uh, as a team or as an individual. And so, how to how to apply? If you like, you are in Taiwan now. Just apply to uh, Taipei Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Bureau of Consulate Affairs. And if you are overseas, then um, apply to uh, ROC represent rep represent office. Okay, so let's talk about the, the qualification. Here are the qualifications that if you uh, meet the one of the conditions, comply one of the conditions, then then you can send send out your application to the authority. Right. So yeah, here I've got five five. Uh, conditions and uh, first one is obtain like venture capital two million or if you reside in the innovation park or into better facility and, and so on yeah and take it as reference um, or we can email you for further detail if you um, apply as a team also um, comply with one of the conditions Okay, so um, here is the contact information that maybe you can take it as reference as well. Um, if you have the related inquiry, you can call um, Investment Commission. This is the um, authorized authority for the application requirement. And if you have the uh, inquiry related to visa, then you can contact Bureau of Consulate Affairs. So here are some more uh, startup support for an entrepreneur in Taiwan. Um, yeah, we, we make a QR code here, so you can just use your cell phone to scan this QR code, then you can got this um, list. And they, each of the, they uh, divided the, the business into four, and each step we provide different resources. Okay, so um, we talk about so many um, information here, and yeah, it, you don't need to worry because if, if you have any um, unclear or any inquiry, you can just always um, call, give us give us a call or email us, and I'll brief you the introduction of our service center framework, service framework. So, um, Invest Taiwan Service Center is the organization. Um, established by Ministry of Economic Affairs, and um, our chairman is Ministry of um, Minister of Economic Affairs, and um, our CEO is from uh, Director General from Department of Investment Services. 
And in our center, we divided our uh, service group into um, by the industry. So we have um, mechanical industry, we have information technology, and we have consumer goods and chemical industry. We have service industry and land regulation division, and also we have investor service division. And um, our chiefs uh, from investor service division are here today as well. So my colleagues, um, um, Mr. Tang, Eric, and uh, Ms. Wu are here today. So if you have any inquiry about staying in Taiwan or investing in Taiwan, we can have a um, talk later. Okay, so this is our service structure. Um, we are the cross-functional service team, and we coordinate together with around uh, 20 industry promotion office. So that allows us can, can, um, can provide a comprehensive services for each different industry investors. Um, and also we, we also uh, cooperate together with around 90, uh, 20, 20 professional consulting associations. Um, so who are they? They are uh, legal, um, accounting, tax, environmental protection engineer. So uh, when we dealing with our cases, if we have um, difficulties or something that need to discuss, we will always cooperate with them to have the suggestion for the investor. Um, so for investor, the land size, size selection is very important as well. And our center also provides the services to uh, locate the site selection for you. Um, so we cooperate together with central and local government. So you just need to tell us your requirement that um, which city and which location that you pre prefer to reside in. They'll try to help you to find the ideal site. Yeah, and all of our service are free because we are a government agency, so don't need to worry. And our services, um, uh, we will reply, once you give us, give us a call or uh, email us, we will reply to you within 24 hours for a pre pre preliminary reply. And then we will have a dedicated manager to um, provide services for your uh, company from, from the whole journey, from the beginning to the end. And here are the um, cases and the clients that our center has um, provided services before. And all of this, we have tried to help them to solve their investment difficulties or any um, issues during the whole investment journey. And this website um, is um, made from Administrative Economic Affairs. You can um, try to navigate on this website. Um, you can find a lot of information with, uh, regarding investing in Taiwan. Um, and after you, um, you still have inquiry, you can also contact us. Okay, so um, this is my um, brief introduction today, and hope that it's helpful for you. Um, if you have any other inquiry, then we can have uh, the discussion in the Q&A session. Thank you.
I apologize for the poor quality of the record, but uh, I, I had to use my phone at the event and uh, put the phone in my pocket. So uh, I hope I could compensate a little bit by increasing the volume of her voice. Um, I'm using Order City to edit, but uh, yeah. Anyway, the the content is important. So Sheila was uh, mentioning a point system, a system which I simply think is ridiculous. It simply is the same requirement for any freshman from from local <laughs> university. But the problem is the, the, the burden they make for internationals is you have to have to speak Chinese and best would be if you would be graduated from one of the local universities. I, I, I think that's a little bit too much, let's say, to ask an IT expert to be fluent in written, spoken Chinese, also be able to read it. I, so even Bill Gates wouldn't get a working permit. Another thing I, I really don't like is in the video where we're mentioning Robert who works for the German trade office and uh, it's like a government position. So he, if a government decides to hire him, he is in. It's it's not the same situation like he coming from the outside to apply. And uh, a lot of data, a lot of numbers, interesting for multinational enterprises who have a lot of money to spend but not so interesting for SMEs and startup companies or individuals who just are fresh off a boat or fresh off the airplane. It's not very practical and, and most of the time she was just reading down from a piece of paper and um, asked everybody to look at the slides and, but uh, I mean, if you just want to look at the slides, just look up a website. You're, you're going to this kind of podium to interact with your audience, to better understand what they feel, what they need, what they fear, what they desire, and not just read down a piece of paper and click the mouse button to get through some slides as quick as possible. Well, uh, we're now moving to, uh, to the Q&A session. But the Q&A session was, I, I had the impression just to put me down again, because it's always like Taiwan Contact and Taiwan Invest, they are both part of the central government, so we have to show that they are superior, better, everything is good, it's fantastic. So at a certain point, you can later on hear, hear on the Q&A session that simply gave up because it's not a free discussion. It's simply satisfaction of the needs of a government to prove that we are right with everything. Let's listen to it. I think the first thing you can uh, photograph the QR code. You know, this this is actually provide a lot of information link. Oh, okay. So when you click it, yeah. it'll tell you a lot of information. But yeah, let's share it a little bit. I think I think uh, you um 
the resources are unique. You need is um, to have the funds, right? Yes. Have the funds. So, um, yeah, you uh, scan into the QR code, and there, there are one of uh, it's just um, the the funds. Mr. Putu, right? Yes. All right. Uh, I like to add a little bit on your first questions. Uh, was you from Indonesia, right? Yes. That's our Madagong. Uh, the first first thing is, you know, Taiwan has a new policy. We are uh, actually promoting the the uh, South South East Asia Southbound New Southbound policy. New Southbound policy. So that means a lot of Taiwan company will go to the Southeast Asia set up the manufacturer. So that will create a lot of a uh, special language. Uh, employee uh, requirement so uh, so that's why we had a lot of uh, the contact Taiwan to attract those special language employee which is Mr. Mon you say that is the, the unique talent that company looking for so maybe before it's very domestic but right now when Taiwan try to go international that is the opportunity for each one of you here yeah, um, some of the jobs not just domestically because we have um, domestic enterprise have branches overseas. So if you're willing to go overseas, you can you can um, join Contact Taiwan and search for jobs for overseas jobs. They want to train you in Taiwan, learn about their company integrity, then you send to maybe Indonesia. The second question is, uh, well, I'm not going over this. Uh, how, how good is your Chinese? All right. Um, all right. If, if that's the case, yeah. you have two ways. One is get better Chinese, and the other way is give us a call. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the lucky thing is you're in Taipei. Yeah. You know, uh, I want to mention that Taipei has a startup Taipei. Mm -hmm. Have you have you have you heard about it? Uh, not, yet. not yet. This is very worth to know that Taipei City they have a startup consultations office. And they have a, they even have a class program. They assign a mentor from VC to teach how, how to pitch to you pitch them your startup idea. Then listen to you, and maybe kind of uh, see what what you're missing. And the other one is they will try to connect you with a different kind of program. So I think the first thing you can you, you know you can you can we can exchange email. I'll give you my name card. Uh, you can look for startup Taipei. From the very first step, they will even link you with one of like startup foreign, and a lot of a lot of the startup foreign they have a lot of VC to attend. That's from the VC side, but from the government, side, we have different kind of program. For example, if you're looking for the culture, you bring a culture product from the Indonesia. We have the we have a program for that. So it really depends which one you are looking for. So it's very customized, let's put it this way. And that means it's more related, for example, what type of your industry will be. And, and what, what it really what you want to do. Okay. okay. Okay, so, you know, because I I don't know we have a time, it's Friday. <laughs> I don't know we have time to 
or have your pitch out your idea, but you know, you can give us a call and let us know what you want to do. We will maybe sort you to the right program or right guy to talk to. That's that's us. That's a we're as a platform. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, any other questions? Uh, hello. One question for Invest Taiwan. Um, uh, concerning the entrepreneur visa, is there any requirements in terms of uh, capital or um, idea, uh, a certain idea or business structure, something you need to present to apply for such visa? So for the entrepreneur visa, um, they only have the, the conditions that you need to uh, comply one of, one of it, but they didn't uh, limit that. Um, what type of the company? Yeah. So just um, on on the slide, if you um, have uh, if you have comply with one of the conditions, then you can uh, try to send your application. Right. Am I ask your Am I answer your question? Yeah. So um, if you have uh, fulfill one of those conditions, then you can send an application. And right. All right. Right. So, um, for example, um, have the venture capital two million, or uh, if you reside into the innovation park or incubator facility, and they have the uh, they have a limit what kind of innovation park. There, there is a list. Um, I think I will email you for the list. Right. And then um, also like award patents, uh, either in Taiwan or overseas, or uh, have the. Uh, award from the startup or design competition. So because it's a startup, so that will be more on uh, like design or entrepreneur things. Right. Another question for Bombasan Business. Uh, is it a, a okay? What is the best way to to get? all the foreign companies who are operating or having businesses in Taiwan, what is the best way to get a list or or categorize list according to IT or semiconductor or some other category? You, you mean the companies already in Taiwan? Yes. Oh, very simple. You go on the website, either on OPM Chan Taipei, we have a member list, uh, me members ca category, okay. M American Chamber of Commerce Taipei. Mm -hmm. And then there's the European one, the ECCT, European Chamber of Commerce, mm -hmm. we call it now Taiwan. So there's a free member list. If you get, want to get the direct contact window, you have to pay membership fee, which is, I think, 20 or 40,000 NT dollar. But the, but the list you would get from AmCham and ECCT would only be members of AmCham and ECCT. I think he's asking for a list of all of the international companies in Taiwan. And there are some that might not be members of these two chambers of commerce. Exactly. Like, uh, I know a French company in Tainan, they're doing floating solar panels. I them through the intern, who I met in a music bar in Kaohsiung. So there are a lot of companies which are listed as local company, and only the government knows. Or you accidentally meet someone, but there's no separated organization taking care of international entrepreneurs. 
So to answer that question, there's no way to get a list of all of the international companies in Taiwan. But what is the reason you would like that list? Industrial uh, Technology Research Inter Institute, ITRI. Registered as local companies. Yeah, not, they might not be multinational companies or international companies, but they are set up as local companies. And this also answers uh, one of the other questions. Um, if there's a minimum amount required to register a company, so there are different kinds of company registrations. Yes, there is a minimum requirement of about 500,000 or even 5 million if you're a branch of an international company. But if you set it up as a local company, there is no minimum limit. You can set it up with 50,000 too. But then you cannot get an ARC permit with that. So that's where the rules get really complicated. And you would have to talk to the Invest Taiwan or the local governments of the city where you want to set up the company. Thank you. You got the point. Can I, can I continue that question? Sure, go ahead. So, uh, while working in Taiwan, you can... Uh... So, while working in Taiwan, you can actually open legal entity uh, without the ARC. Uh, I mean, uh, without the, uh, the investment of 500,000. Mm -hmm. Right. Is, is that... Is it so? Okay. Uh, yeah. First of all, you have to have the ARC to apply for the... Uh, to register a company for the foreigner. Right, right, right. Otherwise, well, you, the other approach is you can have, you, have, you can hire an accountant to be a representative yeah. to register a company for you. That's totally okay. Uh, but Taiwan right now, there's no minimum capital. So just having ARC, I can open the, legal entity. You know, the, the, cap, the minimum capital is actually tied okay. with the, the, the reason you, have, you want to apply, uh, apply for a foreigner. Right, then right. there is a... 500,000 minimum capital requirement because okay. if you're a company that okay you you set up a company uh, but you don't hire any foreign worker or foreign talent there's no minimum capital yeah, yeah, Thank you. Uh, one correction from my side you even don't need an ARC passport is enough wow. to set up a company So um, to step away from like the big global international companies um, and we get more down to like a local level, uh, is there maybe like um, uh, small business uh, associations where they kind of connect uh, food service, retail, and other kind of small businesses in Taiwan? Are those kind of associations that? Very simple. Give us a call. <laughs> no, the thing is. Uh, if we go back to the slide, uh, I'm sorry. Just a second. All right. Uh, basically, our 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 service center has four functions. Um, you mentioned just one one of our function. For example. If you want, you have a special technology you wish to incorporate with the Taiwan local company, 
uh, or, 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 or you are... But specifically not tech, more yeah, like not tech tech or food, right? the food industry, yeah. Because for MCHEN and for the, the Euro Association, they are very private to their member list. So the normal approach is when you have a, uh, you have a business approach, we can transfer your email to the right, for example, food association or the hotel association, have them to send there to their member. And then their member will approach you directly if they find out your proposal is interested. That's the normal approach. The other approach is uh, uh, if, you come to if you come to us, uh, we can, we can sh tell the association who you are and if they want to settle the meeting, invite their member to the table. That's another approach. Okay, but um, it, would that be uh, kind of trying to look for investment? Because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just kind of looking for investment. Yeah, that sounds like you're trying to m maybe have someone pitch their idea to. No, no, no. Like for example, you have a product, yeah. an excellent product, and you try to sell it to a Taiwan company. Maybe it's it's in a uh, it's a raw material. You try to sell a Taiwan company to have to do the finished product? No, more like just operating in a local setting, maybe opening a restaurant or opening a retail store, selling clothes, that kind of thing. Like, how do those companies connect to each other? Are you looking for a partner? No, I'm not looking for a partner. I'm just kind of, I mean, from my experience in America, there are giant small business associations mm -hmm. where they kind of cooperate and you can make business uh, contacts and find other sources for uh, where you buy food, where you buy your clothes, and other things like that. And so you kind of help each other out. And I'm trying to find out if there's a, an association like that in Taiwan where small businesses can kind of connect to each other. Uh, very simple. No. <laughs> Hello again. And this is related to uh, the explanation that the lady made us. Uh, well, it was about the application for our job in Taiwan. You said that we have to wait. Either getting uh, 48,000 uh, Taiwanese dollars uh, base salary or uh, fulfilling some of those requirements, right, up to 70. But also, there was a comment of the Lord in there who said that we need to convince the government that why, why they are hiring us as foreigners instead of Taiwanese people. So besides that list, we need to convince also the government or it's like we got 70 points and then we got hired, or we got the work, the work permit. How is it work? Do you want to answer? Or should I? Should I? Because um, the, the, There's always two things. One is the theory by law, like this one. This is the theory, then we have the reality. So the reality is your company, local company, you want to hire someone international. Then you have to go through the desk of the immigration office. And that officer always can say no for n any reason. I don't like gays, no. I don't like female, no. Then you either can move to another city to find someone who's nice or another district to con persuade this civil servant. And that's, that's the problem. So in theory, you can have this pointless, everything looks fine, 
you send in your application, Ministry of Economic Affairs says yes, then the Ministry of Interior Affairs, represented by the Immigration Office, says no, for whatever reason. So you, if you're a good company, you will find a way to convince them. Could be a gift, a, a persuasion to persuade him, but uh, you have to get proof this guy because he is gluing that visa into your passport and then you have to go to Boca to get your ARC. So these are the two steps, crucial steps at the end to get proof. It's very hard for the company to convince this guy because he will say, yeah, 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 yeah you like foreigners because you're foreigner too. I want to hear why particular this guy, what's so special about his CV, his qualification? And you can make up many stories because I need someone who is fresh and who knows the market and who can talk to, to my clients abroad and do sales and marketing. But when you say, hire someone who's Taiwanese who studied there. I can give you a list of Taiwanese who can do the same. There's no reason to hire him. So you have to argue and fight and it's to keep on fighting with this guy. That's the hard thing. Most people find no, I, I that, that would mean I would have. Can I answer this question? Because um, let me answer this question. And this point-based scheme is from Ministry of Labor, and their procedure is very transparent. So there's no like personal gift. No. Okay. <laughs> let me explain. This we are from the government. Um, the Ministry of Labor um, each year has 2,500 quota, and actually each year it's not it's not over. It's like usually is 2,000 yeah, one thousand, one thousand. or 1,000 per year. So the the quota is enough for everyone to apply. And once the 2,500 uh, 2, is full, then it's closed for this year. And um, the point is, there's two ways. The first one, you get these points then you have the minimum requirement to stay in Taiwan. But the company needs to apply for you because the company has requirement. Their capital needs to meet uh, amount so that it can apply foreigners. So as long as you um, have this point, you can have the minimum requirements. And that's only for students who have studied in Taiwan. If you don't have in Taiwan before, you need to apply for foreigners. That's another rule. They, they don't use the system. Yeah, um, do you have any more questions? So we need to know those requirements for companies in order to know what kind of companies we need to apply for. I think they, the companies know their requirements. So if, if they have job openings for foreigners, they must meet the requirements. So by, but from your part, you can, you can see if you can meet the points. So I want to make some explanation uh, uh, to feedback your question. Um, uh, this um, scoring criteria is transparent uh, from uh, Ministry of Labor. So uh, what you need to worry is just um, to match and how much, uh, how many scores that you match from the criteria, and then you uh, prepare all of your documents, and then uh, when you find your employer and all of the procedure that is employer that. Uh, they need to take care and they need to worry because they need to uh, send the application to Ministry of Labor, right? And the, the process is very quick. If you apply online, 
they're, they'll respond in three days. But if you apply by writing maybe one week, it's very transparent on the website. Yeah, ministry will check the web, their website. Yeah, they also have a customer service if you have not sure if you can meet the point. Like if you have taken Chinese class in Taiwan, if you get a score, you can also also earn points. Oh, 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 if you can find a job more than $47,000, then you don't need to bother with this point. I think it do, you can search for job first. If you have find the jobs you're interested in, then you can also apply this uh, at the same time. Charles. I, I think he's more trying to say if he can yeah. get a work permit before getting a job, or he has to find Ch a company Charles. willing to... Charles, uh, I'm sorry. Let me, let me answer you this question. But are you looking for hire a foreign employee, or are you looking for a job for yourself? You know what? When HR interview you, they accept your... Well, of course, you show that your document or your school criteria. When they hire you, that is HR's job. It's not your job. They will do this with the government. You just need to get that job and let the HR do their work. Simple as that. Yes, but at the same time, the other man said, it depends at the end of the officer, right? So... Um, let, let's put it this way. When you are going to a, a, a place you're not familiar, you heard a lot of rumors. A lot of things that you may, you may hear, oh, this under-table thing, and you had to bribe the government, or you had to know the congressman. Yes, it could be true. But no, that it could be 20, 30 years ago in Taiwan. And the reason why Taiwan government set up the Invest Taiwan Service Center because they, they feel the need that to answer all our foreign investment, foreign uh, employee. They, they feel like they need to give them a single window to answer their questions, to solve their uncertainty. That's what we're here for today. We are helping. For example, you have this kind of issue. We, Invest Taiwan Service Center, represent the government, Ministry of Economic Affairs. If you shoot us an email, we'll give you the correct answer, or we'll give you the right source to um, to figure out your, your questions. Maybe from the Labor Department with the official document, or from the uh, professional accountant to give you reassurance. That's what we're here for you today. Okay, thank you. I didn't mean that. Yeah, no, no problem. But just, we just had to make sure that is clear from the air. Okay, it's pretty clear. Thank you. Well, I. Uh, just try it. Let's see how it will work out. I heard the same things under the Shenzhou administration, under the Mainzhou administration, now under the Tsai administration. Let's see how it's going to work out. Uh, so I have a question about part-time jobs again. So you say that we cannot have a full-time and a part-time job, right? So there are no way to apply, because uh, my situation right now is that I'm a student and I have a uh, part-time job um, in a Taiwanese company. And they offer me to either stay full-time with them or stay part-time after my graduation. 
What I want to do is I want to find another full-time job, but stay with them part-time. I already have a contract. Maybe I would like to extend it next year. Is there a way for me to like do it officially? I, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to do it like not legally. And I know that the company will not agree to do it not legally. So I want like an official way to get two jobs, full-time and part-time. Is there like any opportunity for me to do that? I'm just going to pass to the government because on the government side, everything sounds good. <laughs> so you have a full employment with this A company and you're looking for get a part-time job from a B company? No, actually, I have a part-time job with a B company already. Already. And now I'm looking for full-time in like A company or C company, whatever mm -hmm. it will be. Um, for part-time job, it's free for student visa. You don't need to apply for working visa. You're graduating. But for full-time job, you need legally you need to apply with the Ministry of Labor. But like, I'm not going to get two visas. I want part-time and full-time job. Want two jobs? Two jobs. Yeah. Two jobs. Yeah. I think yeah, you can start to apply for the point score. Yeah. So apply for an officially working visa because you're graduating. And even if you graduate, you can still apply for the system for as long as you have studied before in Taiwan. You can always apply for the system. What, what's, what, what's your name? Xiaoqing. Okay, Xiaoqing. Uh, this is the perfect example because you have something that you look for the answer, the absurdity in your mind. Somebody tell you A answer, and somebody tell you B answer. You go for government, ask for five questions, you get six six answer. That is very common in Taiwan. You know what? Send us an email. We'll definitely help you out. I can assure you that. We'll, we'll help you contact with the labor department and figure out if, if it's possible. If not, you know, you have to stay legal here. Yeah. Thank you for your explanation. Uh, my question is about uh, uh, for investing in uh, Taiwan. Uh, this money uh, must come from out of Taiwan, or uh, I can just change the account from this uh, inside of Taiwan. This is the first question. The second question, uh, the money must come from my account from out of Taiwan, or any account from out of Taiwan. This is the second, and the third is that this money come from out of Taiwan. Uh, must uh, uh, from a specific country or from my own com um, from uh, my country or no uh, anywhere thank you uh, basically all money if you register a company all money from outside of Taiwan you had to go through a department called investment commission they are in charge uh, you know exam all the foreign investment to Taiwan but like I said, if you already have money in Taiwan and you uh, want to set up a company in Taiwan, that is different. Uh, that actually, the, the result is the same. You already you have a company, but the setup process will be a little bit different. But how, where is the money come from? It's actually, it really depends on how you, your business structure is. Because some company they want to do in uh, Samoa or British Virgin Island is really depend on the business strategy or tax purpose. But 
Are you, do you have ARC? Yes. Okay. So, but the ARC is depend for my, because I'm a student. Okay. So it is not for work, it is for education. Okay. Uh, so you like to set up a company here in Taiwan? Yeah, yes, but uh, my investment is here. So, uh, but uh, I want to know that uh, it must come from out or from here or... No, either way. Which one is more comfortable for you? Either way, it's the same. The result is the same. The process is different. Okay. If, if money from it domestically, you don't need to go through investment commission. You can just go through the, uh, we call it uh, Department of Commerce. Okay. So that's two different. Domestically, you go to the Department of Commerce. Mm -hmm. Internationally, you had to go through the uh, investment commission. But you know what? If you have an uh, accountant, they, they'll do all the work for you. That's you don't need to worry about it. Uh, and I can apply. Uh, I can change my ARC uh, after establishment to this company. Uh, we note that if you don't have a, uh, if you have ARC, in theory, yes, you can you can set a company by yourself. However, we are not recommended because each process maybe one step you missed up you had to already do all the process again mm -hmm. in taiwan the set up company is actually very cheap it's probably took you 300 us dollars to set up a company mm -hmm. that's it and you got peace of mind that everything you do is correctly according to the law okay but i cannot hire any foreigner well that is the the minimum capital we're talking about uh, minimum capital is five hundred thousand. Okay, I have this capital now is here. Okay. Okay. So I can make a company here mm -hmm. by this money that uh, it is uh, in Taiwan. It is not uh, from out of Taiwan, mm -hmm. and I can hire foreigner. Yes. Well, what about you yourself? Uh, myself. Uh, well, if you, if you have no part, just shareholder. What? If you just shareholder. Oh, yes. No. And you don't. You're not employee of the company. So I want to hire myself. <laughs> then you have the minimum capital. Okay, it's okay. It's, it's a very common approach. It's actually doable. Okay, so thank you. Uh, just a comment on that one. <clears throat> well, in, in practice, I have done some companies in Taiwan. Normally, the money has to come outside from Taiwan. Doesn't matter where. Just the two accounts have to match. You have to open a bank account before the company is open. And when the account which transacted the money, transferred the money to Taiwan, the names have to match with the guy who opens the company. So uh, you, you, your name is Conrad? Uh, sorry, I can't see your name. Good. So the, the name in your passport, when you open the company, you or ask the accountant to open it, just the names have to match, that's all. Yeah, but uh, as I far as I know, as a foreigner, you have to transfer the money from outside of Taiwan, at least the first time. When you open your second business, you can do it from inside Taiwan. But I, I met several people who told me that. It's, yeah. From the practice, I know, in my experience. Is there any more questions? Uh, good evening, everyone. I have a question. So, if I want to work here, how much income tax do I need to pay? 
you're talking about personal income tax? Yes. The town income tax is structured progressively. So from 5% to 45%, it depends on how much you make. So if you make a lot of money, that means you had to pay a lot of tax. But if you, there's a tax bracket. It's, uh, if you want, I can show you the math. Maybe later on Monday, it's Friday night. No, I won't do that. But yeah, it's, it's not a lot of tax. For example, 5% from the start. Is they have a way to structure it. So it really depends on what kind of tax bracket you are in. Um, but if you want to work here, I'll start from the 47. Uh, maybe we'll exchange email later. I'll probably estimate how much you're probably looking at. Because I heard that uh, they say, like, regarding to your, uh, your salary, you have to pay 20%. It doesn't matter how much you make, but you have to pay 20%. So I want to make sure if it's true or not. Hello? Yeah, so um, I worked in Taiwan for a while, and uh, the tax works is, um, if this is, uh, they, they do like 100, they say 183 days you have to work in Taiwan, um, and if you do more than 183 days, you are not considered, you're, you're considered a local worker, and so if you work under 183 days, they're going to collect 18%, maybe 20%, I, I think it's 18, um, but if you work for over 183 days, then you you qualify as like a local, and so then they'll change your percentage based on the brackets like you said. Yeah, so it, it depends upon if you're working for 183 days. That's pretty much the deal. Yeah. Thank you, Willie. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's uh, when when you work in Taiwan, you have to have a work permit, and the work permit is issued by the company. So if you have your your work permit through the company, then you'll report. They will report your taxes to the government, and so they have all the information. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I I don't know how that technically works, but but I I I know that work permits usually are for longer than a year. So yeah, that that should be give you some clue. At least one year. Yeah. At least one year. Then you gotta renew it. Um, I have a question, probably also to you, because, but um, the visa. So, as I said, I'm graduating, and uh, right now I have my ARC um, until um, August 31st. But I heard from my foreign friends that I can um, extend it for half of year without any job, without anything, right? If it's half of year, like, what is the procedure? What should I do? Where should I go? I think it's Ministry of Immigration. Okay. Yeah, and also like for the entrepreneur visa, I think it's also the Ministry of Immigration, immigration right? Yes, no. and Ministry of Interior. For, for entrepreneur visa, it's uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs. And if for uh, you want to have an ARC during the six months to find a job, it's National uh, Immigration. Yeah, Ministry of Interior and Immigration. But it is six months, right? 
Yeah, it's six months. Yeah. yeah. And the foreign affairs or the overseas students section of your university will inform you of the procedure. So all graduating, in fact, all foreign students will receive a message from the Overseas Student Association of telling you before you graduate, there's a deadline. You need to do it before you graduate. And they will send you a message that this is the procedure and you need to follow that procedure. So you should contact your universities so that so the department that received you or that takes care of foreign students in university, ask them about it. They'll be able to advise you. Any more questions? Yeah, maybe last one. <laughs> if you are a student who is graduating this year, so that will be in, Ju in July, if you're graduating, then your university will inform you. If you're an international student, the International Student Affairs Department of your university will inform you about the rules and the procedure on how to extend your ARC for another six months because the government now allows international students studying in Taiwan to stay six months extra in which you can find a job, find uh, whether you get all of these points, find a company that can fulfill the company's requirements to hire someone that has these points. So for all of that, you need some time and you get six months extra and how to get that extension on your ARC, you can find out from the oversection of your university. They should send you an email. If they haven't, you can follow up with them. Uh, the procedure requires contacting the Bureau, um, the Bureau of Immigration under the National, uh, the Internal Ministry of Interior, Ministry of Interior Affairs Department of Bureau of Immigration is the department in charge. So if they haven't informed you, then you can also call that office. Another very useful resource is the Foreigners Hotline. So a lot of the immigration-related questions can be answered by the toll-free foreigners hotline. You can write that number down, 24 hours. 0800-024-111. It used to be handled by the immigration department, but now they have a customer service uh, team that's very useful and they um, I think they offer two or three languages, and they'll be able to answer questions regarding students who want to extend their ARC beyond graduation. Okay, thank you so much. Can I get your name card after this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, thank you everyone for participating in our workshop. Now I would like to ask everyone to join for a group photo. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm sorry guys. I know you guys have a lot of questions in your mind, maybe now or later in your journey in Taiwan. So don't feel shy, give us a call, exchange our name card. You never know when you're gonna use it. All right, thank you. Thank you. My listeners, are you still with me? It's already 90 minutes. I'm very sorry for such a long podcast. But I, I thought the content of this Q&A session might be quite important to you. Particularly because if you're coming from outside, you need a visa. And then you have to know the rules of the government which is controlling currently 
the visa status. There are a few things I would like to briefly to explain or discuss. First, uh, was briefly mentioned that the minimum salary is uh, 48,000 NT dollars, New Taiwan dollars. So it's equal to 1,322 euros or 1,633 US dollars. So if you're an IT expert, you graphic designer, or any kind of other job, which is high qualified, that's uh, not a very attractive salary. And you, you, I must point out here, that's only the salary for experts. So someone who has uh, at least a bachelor or master degree and plus two to five years minimum working experience in that field. Another point I mentioned here was the international chambers. Well, uh, they, they don't have any official function here. We always write these white papers. So it's like an expensive club, like golf club or rotary club. And they, they, they try to be representing some part of a world. The Amcham, at least in Taipei and Kaohsiung, because the, the American government has this unofficial setup called American Institute, they're controlled by them. And in Taipei, there is this uh, ECCT, the European Chamber of Commerce, commerce uh, but uh, they're not just European companies, basically anybody who can pay. So the, it's just a name at the end. And, what we really care about is the membership fee, which is, oh yeah, uh, something like uh, 2,500 euros at the moment, or almost 3,000 US dollars if you want to join now. So uh, yeah, again, it's an expensive club. And then there's this uh, Taipei startup program he was mentioning. Well, the Taipei startup program is not really startup program it's it's true it's a kind of platform and they sometimes introduce introduce VCs but I must say besides the Canadian Chamber and the Dragon Chamber program there's nobody really doing everything I, I, I say that because uh, that one in Taipei is more like also kind of club so it's a lot about membership fee and a minimum service provided to the members like office space, uh, Wi-Fi, uh, free water to drink, uh, bathroom, uh, things like that. But it's uh, it's not really finding business angel or venture capitalists. So it still needs to be improved. But it's not a phenomenon just here. It's a problem all over Asia. And you heard me talking there. I was a little bit harsh to the people, but I, I experienced that firsthand. It's it's really tough in Taiwan. As I said before, I had two jobs, didn't get paid here in Taiwan by local companies. Um, I first time had a real job. I got a contract, signed everything, and then uh, I... Like they mentioned, I went to the labor department to legalize it. 
and then the Labour Department threatened me to leave immediately, to immediately terminate my alien residence card or certificate, we call it ARC here, and that's something I, I really don't understand, like, I'm, I'm the perfect interface for this workshop uh, between the government and international community. But instead of walking together, I had the impression we're just fighting each other. I, I don't know for what. Like this, this guy, he, he said, I, I beat you, European, after the event. Beat in what? Football? Tennis? I don't understand him. But he was quite proud of it. He said he point, he got more scores and pointed out. For what? I don't know. <laughs> Plus, uh, he later told me he doesn't, he, he's not able to read Chinese or write Chinese. Uh, he only can speak it because of his parents. And one big problem I, I heard in this Q&A session was all these government officials we're all local people, so uh, we have no idea what procedure you have to go through to talk to which department, which government agency, in who's in charge of what. Like the, the, the so-called Fondo hotline, I, I called them several times when I needed help. They just were telling me where to find the next night market, what kind of food I can find, where's the next three or five star hotel, what kind of public transportation I can use. It's all about tourism, to squeeze out so much money as you can from the international visitor. And it's quite sad. I, I, I mean, uh, like I told you before, it's, uh, it's so tough here. It's very little money. The majority of non-locals here are Southeast Asian workers. We are already 250,000 of them. But we only use them because we don't want to upgrade their factories. So instead of going into automation, which requires software, where you have to hire people again, they simply go with the old standard and simply hire cheaper labors. Because local people simply don't want to do it. So they even don't get the 48,000 in Telos, maybe just get half of it or even less. So we're talking about a few hundred euros or seven, eight hundred US dollars a month. And that's the only future we have. Well, a lot of negativity here, but we, uh, the event is not over yet. There's one part which is very interesting is after the photo session a lot of people approached me and shared me their stories I would like to share with you too because to hear something first-handed including local people might be quite interesting to you so let's hear to it <laughs> Um, so, uh, you did say that no one really connects, right? But I do have a question. Um, what's like uh, the best way to find locals that also are speaking? Because I've been through 104 and I haven't been getting like the greatest response. So, 
Okay, so there's not very, you wouldn't say there's a resource besides this network, is that what you're trying to say? You have to create your own network, that's it. Don't be shy, you know someone, ask them, and next time he will ask you. Yeah, I'm trying to get like the easy ones. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sure. Anything I can help you with?
depends on your business model. Like, okay. there are a lot of infrastructure projects in Taiwan. Okay. They are always company looking for someone who can help them with the project. Okay. Yeah. My, my, my Chinese is very bad. So I can probably extend do some if she's our citizen, you become our spouse? Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, that's the easiest way to do it. Okay. Do I have my? I don't have to have any pre 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 requirements for Chinese at all. Uh, okay. Okay. Most foreigners, in reality, if you have so many difficulties, simply do a visa one. Nobody will really care. Right. Yeah. Right. That's right. I understand. I know. Yeah. And get three months and go next, next, next. Because once you have the company, actually it just takes one US dollar to make the company in Taiwan. Because what you have to transfer once the money from abroad to your account, right? Yes. Once the money has arrived, you immediately can pick it up. It's yours. Okay. Yeah. So you have the company, and then you have the company ID, and you can use this ID, company ID like your own ID. I'm the owner. Company. I want to get a phone, I want to get internet access, okay. I will treat you just like any ordinary customer because you have a company ID. Okay. So that's also a way to live here. So you don't have an ARC, but simply use Visa run. Okay. Nobody really cares. Nobody really cares. Okay. Alright. But you're luckily married to Taiwanese, so yes. even easier. Even easier. Okay. But that's how he would. So a foreigner would basically transfer money over to, to, to a company. And you're saying, and, and let's say you don't want to hire any foreign workers. Just to set the companies to have that ID. No, no, no. It's not about hiring or you know, uh, living here like right. ordinary. Yes. So, so living-wise, you just fly out every three months, and then, but for getting things, getting access to things, you use the business ID. Yes. Okay. Simple as that. Simple as that. Okay. So, so that's a common practice in many places. Okay. okay. Yeah. Unrelated to interact with Taiwan, like a call center, you just receive calls from abroad, or you receive 
But I thought there are a lot of semiconductor companies in Xinzhu hiring a lot of foreigners. Engineers. That, that, yeah. Engineers. Oh, it's engineer. engineer. So non-engineer is hard to find job in no, Taiwan. Easy. Easy? Easy because the demand is too high for engineers. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's less supply than. Yeah. They. Highest demand is for engineer. Yes. But but for other major, not good. But you know the the wage is so low and work load hour is crazy. It is. So it's very hard for them. So what about to Germany? Germany is doing great. Yes. No, because I'm and there are a lot of German in mainland China too. Yes. We have a lot of German clients. Yes. So because I I personally committed to Taiwan, I had to leave Taiwan. To Korea, one to Japan, one to Germany, but still there's a sense of belonging to come home. I, I I just cannot stop it. So no, you marry Taiwanese? Yes. That's why. Yeah. And I'm very well integrated by the family. Oh, so you don't have an ARC issue? No. And then and like everything they told me, I, I tried everything, all the applications, point systems. At the end, they said no. Oh, oh yes. so your spouse didn't help you out? A, a spouse, yes, but my father-in-law said before you marry my daughter, you have to earn some money, buy a house and a car for <laughs> my daughter. Then I give blessings for marriage. Oh, but oh. get there so hard because the government just doesn't want to grant you. Oh, no, here is have authority, has all the bureaucratic stuff. Mainland China is worse, but here is oh god, there is no help. They, they they just put out a, a, a point list. Bill Gates won't be qualified, and uh, Mark Zuckerberg won't qualify. Steve Jobs won't qualify. So they cannot attract any talent. Yeah, that's right. I told them you gotta change your immigration law. It's not immigration law. It's just a point system for the ministry. Yeah, no, but still, their immigration law. They talk about they were some international, uh, like a general manager. Yeah. Uh, from Singapore, relocated to Taiwan. His wife didn't even get the ARC like one or one and one and a half year later, and his wife was so pissed and said, "Well, you should go home." <laughs> they, they, uh, it's hard. So everybody's just using visa wrong. And also talk about the funds. For foreigners to start a company, the fund has to come from the outside. So exactly. I, the previous person talked before you, he told people the wrong thing. He said domestically. They don't understand because I asked the accountant because that's his case. Yeah. No, you have that that's why I have to start a company. I'm his wife, by the way. I'm also Taiwanese. And I have to start a company and but I have to make enough money in order to hire him, but he could use the ARC as spousal. Yeah. See, that's why he get away, or he won't. A lot of people have the same problem. You, you will be easy to get a job in mainland China than in here. I know. We were in mainland China one and a half year. You find an employer, that's it. They don't care what is your salary and whatever. Exactly. But they, they don't change their mindset here. They don't care. I know. And, and I 
people. They're dying, you know. Sure, yes. they're dying. Yeah. And they're also fauna, fauna, so they're not fauna, they're just teal fauna. And they, they cannot get citizenship here. Because yeah. they're not by race Chinese. No, even what is the reason for you to get a citizenship? You have to give up your German citizenship. Exactly. Who, who want to do that? No, I know. Who would do that? What's the point? And who want to get a green card? Just get an ARC renew every year is fine. Exactly. You renew every year or you get a green card? Uh, every second year. Yeah, so who wants to? You simply tell your plan to go to China for China in two year ARC. Let me just bring you to the ARC. Yeah. Yes. For, for China, uh -huh. when you enter China, the ARC has to be valid for six months. Right. So you tell the immigration, I need the ARC to be valid for two years. I often have to go to China. Oh, they will oh, give you that? Yes. Oh. Normally, it's, yes. Oh, the first time they give you one year, but after that, it will be longer time. Exactly. But you yeah, can use this I, I know excuse. that. You know. <laughs> I take care of everything for him. He didn't have to do anything. Oh, good wife. My, my wife just says, bring money back. I know. Yes. You don't know how he get away. <laughs> so, but, yeah. So, you have, is that? Yes, it is. So yeah. it's hard, it's right? Very hard. And I have to fight off everybody. I have to fight off the trade offices in Taipei. I have to try and fight off. But your wife or your, the worker in your company should be able to help you out. No, it's so funny. I got a friend from Germany at Uwe Berlin, which is the best university in Germany with a PhD. I cannot get him a walking visa. The Taipei Economic Council Office in Berlin simply says no. No visa. So uh, the only way I got to hire him was to convince um, Shude University to hire me as a part-time professor. I cannot grant him a visa. It's so ridiculous. The PhD walking walking experience of five years at Price Water Closet. What's the what, what is the reason they, they, they deny his application? They say. Uh, because his evidence is recorded, so I don't want to grant him a visa. Because his appearance is like Middle Eastern. They say he's not real from him, he has a German passport. So visa is denied. They go by blah blah. Yes. <laughs> go by DMA, yes. not by nationality. No, I don't by DMA. They say they just go by, by looks. Exactly. The no. DMA could be back to you. No, 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 no. But he, he, he is a Middle East decent, is right? Yep. Yeah. You are Spanish, right? You are Spanish? Uh, so, where do you live? In Taipei? Uh, Kaohsiung and Taichung. Oh, Kaohsiung and Taichung? Yeah. You live in two places? <laughs> yes. My, my company is headquartered in Kaohsiung. And I opened a branch last week in, in Taichung because a lot of suppliers in Taichung lost their cost. Is it in the ma uh, machinery? Yeah, machinery, furniture. <laughs> Currently, I'm very lucky because I mentioned we have also trade tax, and we cannot attract any international walking tour. So, what I get my customers is by driving into the industrial zones and simply talking Taiwanese to any manufacturer. Do you want to do international sales directly without middlemen? So yes, of course. They use six, uh, 30,000, otherwise I would have to hire someone. But nobody wants to come for 30,000. They say, okay, I'll talk to me, I try.
they say, oh, okay, give it a try for one year. But there are a lot of Germans in Milan, China, because of the machining and the manufacturing, you, know, you exactly. should do something like that. Because mm. in Milan, China, a lot of German does the car. Yep. And uh, gas parts and all those machines. Yeah. Oh. I studied Japanese management before PhD. Oh, so you can speak Japanese too? Yeah, and Korean. <laughs> Japanese, Korean, English, and German. Yep. And how about Chinese? Yeah. Of course, Mandarin. Oh, Mandarin, you can? Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. Oh, well, most of Europeans can speak many languages. That's. I, I never got a job of a Taiwan. Never ever. I Nobody know. ever never ever asked me because they see my C V they say, Oh, expensive. No no. <laughs> get away, get away. Yeah, they don't want to pay for quality. They wanna that's the reason they haven't transformed to the higher technology. They don't understand. Now they go to Indonesia and then Thailand and Vietnam and say, Well, okay, after this country, where are you gonna go? Africa? Bangladesh, Africa. <laughs> I know, I told them that. No, but Africa is already occupied by many Chinese already. There's no space for them. So we're trying to run to Central Asia, which is occupied by Russians. So the only the penguins are left in Africa. Last place. <laughs> I know, they, they don't want to transform and spend the money on research or development. They want to just, you know, survive. That. <laughs> Like some of the men in Chinese, like afraid they they would be starved to death or something. Yeah. Yeah. Men in Chinese are, are like that too. Very. It's hard to change here. It's hard to change anything here. I, 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 I was born and raised here. I hate this place. I can't even adapt to the, 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 the custom here. They, they, they are so emotional mm. and not straightforward, not logical, and you have to deal with like crazy people. Yeah. But the thing, you, you can live here and do things outside the law. Nobody cares. Yeah. So long as you pay your taxes. Yeah. So I told you the visa run thing. I know people who did it for 18 years. Nobody cares. Unless you got caught. There were some people stay here, like a Persian, staying here illegally for like 18 years, and he got caught one time, yeah. and he has to get thrown out of China. But the, the baby has the guts to do so. so they, maybe they do it one time, and well, the rest of the other 5,000 may not do it. So the most demanding job is engineering here in Taiwan. Yes. That's the most? Yes, because nobody wants to invest into design. Nobody wants oh. to invest into soft skills. Like there was this gentleman talking about software. Yeah. I know so many software companies which barely can survive. No, 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 because they, they always copy. They don't think about their own stuff. Exactly. And, and and we went to Milan China the same thing. Mm. Oh, they did some stars up. They make the product that they knew that exists in the U.S. They say, oh, but it's not in Milan China yet. Let me do it. Here, a lot of people are just also the same thing. And a lot of stars are all for the young kids. Basic the Milan China stars up environment is set up. It's for to solving the unemployment of the new graduates from the college. Mm. And is doing it for some reason. I don't understand. In Silicon Valley, there's no discrimination between the age. But in Manan China and Taiwan, it's all old for the kids or like yeah. or something. It's weird. <laughs> but at the same time, like you see this crowd, they somehow feel comfortable, committed to Taiwan. 
connected somehow. Of course, like the people here, met someone It is a good environment to leave, but it's hard to get a good job or a, a, a payable job. Exactly. We feel that. So, yeah. So, we start our own company, but it's really hard to even. Even for me, too. Like, it's been two hours now. Um, I'm very sorry it has been so long, but I think it's highly informative. And uh, this lady, I think she's uh, quite nice. She told you directly what's going on. Uh, washed out all the propaganda, and as you can hear, I, I'm not mean to people, like uh, the people in the audience who ask me questions, I try to encourage them not to give up. It's it's just not easy here. It's, it's This is not United States, this is not the European Union, this is not Canada. Uh, it's not even Latin America. It's very hard to compare it when, when it's so different. It's completely different environment. And even for local people it's so hard. So. That's what I keep telling to the government, but most important part, if even local people struggle so much to survive, and when they see the influx, it uh, doesn't matter how small the number of internationals is, they feel threatened. In Chinese you say, you want to fight to keep your bowl of rice. It's, it's so sad. And I, I, I'm not making this podcast to criticize the government, um, putting everything into the dirt. I, I want to I want things to improve to be better. I, I mean this is the twenty first century. We shouldn't be concerned so much about nation against nation, continent against continent or I don't know, trade union pack against trade union pack. At the end we're just human beings and Actually, we need each other. It's just so uh, so hard to make, as she said, to make a living in here and to get a start. So I, I didn't say it. I was mentioning a little bit. I, I left Taiwan or Formosa twice because it was just too hard, too much to take. But at the end, I came back because of sense of belonging and the unchangeable faith of changing things into the better. So I mean yes the law after this has been recorded one year ago and the law hasn't changed that much. The only real issue we really change is now if you if you manage to get a walking application, a re legal walking permit, now you're allowed to bring your spouse into this island. Yeah, unbelievable. It talks that long, but it's now possible. But still, for Southeast Asian workers who do the so-called blue-collar jobs, it's still not possible. And at the same time, the birth rate just keeps declining. I, I mean, uh, the island of Famosa already has overtaken Japan. And the people who may hold an ARC are just a few thousand. 
So there is no invasion of internationals coming to Taiwan. There is nobody who wants to steal your bowl of rice. It's it's really not the fact. The truth is, the people, the majority. I cannot say everybody is not a criminal and doesn't have anything evil in mind. But the majority, which is I could easily say. 95% are people who are highly committed to here, who have a living partner here. I mean, uh, a spouse or even people who have been adapted by, by local family. So these few people, they are so committed, they are so much home here, like me. And what I really care about is how to improve the quality of home and make it livable for the future. So, I, I, why did I publish this podcast now? I started it in September, but when I got some threats that uh, if I publish it, I might get, might get into trouble. So I, I waited until my ARC has been extended for at least three years. So if someone remembers this podcast three years from now, I might be in trouble, but I don't care because I want to change things into the better. And I I still don't have any positive relationship with the government. So I'm really doing this podcast, my YouTube channel, my website, everything on my own. I finance myself basically from project to project. So if there's an international company coming here, we need something from me, I provide the service to them. And I can tell you it's it's difficult because what can I do if a company says no or simply doesn't want to pay its bills? All I can do is suspend the service. That's all. So if you want to support this podcast show, um, you can find find me on Patreon now. Uh, I would be glad to yeah to receive something. It, this is not a must. I will continue anyway. It would be just much much easier. So my my name on Patreon is Formosan BS, just like the company Formosan Business Support. Operated as Formosan BS. I will now post podcasts more regularly and you will hear from me soon, not later than let's say two weeks. So stay tuned and take care. All the best from the island of Ilha Formosa. Your horse, Manuel Zea. Bye bye. Thank you.
去过。